Thank you so much for tuning in to the Remnant Godcast Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd. And uh, we are so glad that you've joined the show today. Every day, more people are tuning in, and I'm so thankful for that because we are here fighting, fighting for our country, for our future, for religious liberties and freedoms, for truth. And uh, there are a lot of people that are against us that have a lot of money. Uh, I can name a few, George Soros and some others, uh, that are funding all these operations in our nation that are causing havoc and civil unrest and uh, all, t- all types of, I mean, death, uh, injuries, uh, businesses closing down. We are at war, ladies and gentlemen, and we are only uh, a few months out from what could be, in fact, what is, as far as I'm concerned, the most important election of our lifetime. That's election 2020. We are now here. It's been four years since President Trump has been in office. It's been a roller coaster ride. And we've seen throughout this entire term that the deep state and those that would not want to see justice in our country, truth come out. Uh, I'm talking about the uh, pedophile rings, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell. Obviously, Epstein was killed. And, uh, and now uh, we're seeing some other weird things that are happening. It's not just the pedophile rings, though. It's all kinds of corruption, what President Trump calls the swamp. And uh, it is so deeply entrenched and embedded in our culture and our world. Uh, there was a massive wealth transfer from west to east to China from these same people who were preparing China to be the global superpower to overtake the United States in only a few years and uh, the United States was on the decline because of their policies, the bad trade deals, because of the corruption and the treason that has taken place from elected officials that were willing to sell out their country, your freedom, my freedom, for a paycheck, for some money. And uh, they are treasonous people, and they are, these are the people that are bound to get caught if President Trump has a second term because they are closing in on him. Durham's closing in. AG Barr's closing in. The president knows what's going on. There's a million indictments out there, and you better believe that they want to make their move, but they're waiting for the right moment. And this isn't a conspiracy because we've done our research. We've checked up on this over and over again. And every time we check up on any of the different tentacles of the story, we find more there there, not less there there. Uh, let's look at this COVID-19 situation, for example. COVID-19 uh, comes on the scene, and uh, sure enough, we shut down the world. And uh, we listen to these globalist organizations like the WHO and the CDC, who are tied to corrupt people like Fauci, who have been in there for 40 years in a, in a, in a deep state medical position. And we listen to these people, and when we close down the economy, and now countless millions are out of work, Uh, Other people that have small businesses are hurting. They've been hemorrhaging money. The government tried to help them and bail them out a little bit. But let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, many of these small businesses are going to be closing and continuing to close down. And small businesses are the engine of our economy. And so major problem for jobs, major problem for productivity and for uh, just all kinds, a plethora of things. It, It goes into the mortgage market, into the college debt market, into, uh, you know, the derivatives market. I mean, everything is affected by what we're seeing. And by the grace of God, President Trump and those on his uh, team have been able to keep the economy afloat during this to where we're still seeing the Dow at a, at a decent number, considering where people thought it was going to be at around 8,000. And I think today it's closing somewhere in the high 26s. Um, not at the all-time high, but definitely not that far. We could get back to that in the coming months if things go well. But what do the Democrats want to do? They want to shut down again. 
Just look at California and what they're trying to do out there, trying to shut down the churches and cause a bunch of my pastor friends to have to scramble and find different ways to meet. And some pastors are just saying, we're just not going to listen. And they're just, you know, staying open this time. They're not worrying about it. Uh, a lot of people are doing this, and I'm very happy to see this because this is what we need to do. We need to push back. We need to take a stand. We can't let uh, a tyrannical like Newsom or Cuomo or any of these others uh, take away our First Amendment rights, take away our freedoms and liberties. So I want to address some things because I know a lot of pastors out there are, are, are wondering, should I open? And I would say absolutely yes. We had David Barnum on the show the other day, Bartum on the show the other day, and he, he absolutely agreed. He said, we have to, you know, push back. We have to be open as the church. Uh, you know, the church should not be closed. I think a friend of ours, Cheon, uh, made a statement over the weekend of Harvest Rock uh, Church in Pasadena. He said, the church has been essential for 2,000 years, and we're going to continue to be essential, and so we're staying open. Um, you know, uh, my all kinds of people. Jack Hibbs, a, a good pastor down in uh, the Orange County area, actually Chino Hills, uh, you know, he had a service this weekend. Many, many pastors are having services. Thank you for keeping your churches open. Thank you for pushing uh, back against tyranny. And so, uh, you know, Shane Eidelman, another uh, patriot out there fighting for freedoms, keeping his church open. Uh, and thank you. Thank you for the patriots and the pastors that are willing to stand for righteousness in this hour. I know there's many more that I'm not mentioning right now. And I just want to thank you all. Thank you all for standing for righteousness, for keeping the church open, for allowing, remember President Trump said the church is essential. God said the church is essential before President Trump did. So, uh, you know, it is essential. It's always going to be essential. And we are the head, not the tail. We're, we're meant to be leading culture. We've got to stay open. And uh, the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. They tried to tell pastors and churches that they couldn't worship only a few weeks ago. And uh, we said no to that too. We're going to worship the Lord because holy is the Lord. Worthy is his name to be praised. And we're going to worship him because the Bible says worship him in spirit and in truth. And we're going to do just that. We're going to worship him in spirit and in truth. So um, churches, pastors, if you're wondering if you should stay open or reopen, by all means, yes, do it. Do it right away. Stop worrying about this what they call a pandemic that can barely even be categorized as an epidemic, according to the numbers. The death rates continue to go down despite what the mainstream media is reporting. It's a lie. They're fake stories. Uh, there's not hospitals inundated all over the country like they're trying to say there are. Um, there's, there's, you know, nutraceuticals and, and different ways that you can fight the virus uh, that work. Uh, hydroxychloroquine happens to work on about 90% of the people that take it. And uh, if the doctor would just prescribe the hydroxychloroquine, the person would probably get well. They'd have a 90% chance of it. And by the way, 99% of the people that get the virus are just fine. It's only uh, less than 1% of the people that have uh, unfortunate uh, outcome, which is similar to the flu, similar to other ailments and other coronaviruses. Some of the people that are being tested actually just have a cold. And uh, it's coming up as a positive. Some people that didn't even get tested, they showed up and they decided not to wait. They went home. And they got a, a test that came in the mail that said they were positive. They never even took the test. So all kinds of anomalies in the reporting. They're counting the antibody. Uh, the people that are getting positive antibody results, they're, they're counting them as, as coronavirus positive. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, please don't let the fear take root in your heart. This is an assignment from the pit of hell. And the saints of God and the church has the authority in the name of Jesus to 
pray and lay hands on the sick and they will be healed in the name of Jesus. We have to believe that because that's who we are. That's our identity as the body of Christ. Jesus said to go out and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the ways of the Word of God. Well, what does the Word of God say? The Word of God says that you will lay hands on the sick and they will be healed in Jesus' name. And so we can't be social distancing if we're, if we're listening to the instruction of the Bible where it says, no, lay hands on the sick and pray for them. Where two or more gathered my name, I'm with you. And uh, agree in my name and uh, it shall be done. So please don't let fear take root. Let's talk about fear for a minute because fear, uh, what does the Bible say about fear? There is no uh, place for fear in love. There's no place. In fact, perfect love casts out fear. Uh, the Bible says that I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So that's the mind that we need to be operating in is that sound mind where we're going to be walking in the authority and the anointing of the Holy Spirit of the living God. When we come in the room, it's going to change the atmosphere, ladies and gentlemen, because we are anointed and appointed for a time as this. And I can get to preaching about this. But I just want you to know your identity. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you've accepted him in your life, then don't worry. Don't be afraid. Do not let fear take root in your heart, ladies and gentlemen. Walk in the authority and the anointing of the Holy Spirit and see what God does in your life. See what God does in your life because he's going to do a new thing. He's going to do a powerful thing, and I believe that. Uh, have you gone to rmntnews.com lately? rmntnews.com. By the way, we have another way to get to rmntnews.com. You can put theremnantnews.com, theremnantnews.com, and get to the Remnant News site. And I put up an article about six hours ago, and it was called, Will the Great Reprieve Be Extended? Will God Give America More Time? And I'm going to read some of that article to you, and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. So, you know, many spoke of a great reprieve season when President Donald Trump was elected president. They said that due to the prayers of the righteous, God had given the church some more time in America, time to get people saved and set free and healed and delivered. He'd given us more time to awaken those who've been deceived. And as I have written about many, many times, it's never been about Donald Trump. See, you got to make sure you understand that it's never been about the person Donald Trump, although many like to critique him and criticize him and analyze his every move. This isn't really what God is concerned about at all. In fact, he says that uh, we should not be concerned about those things because what does he say? You got the plank in your own eye, right? So don't worry about uh, the speck in someone else's. We're sitting here criticizing Donald Trump 24-7 and we have our own problems. That doesn't mean that you don't uh, judge Christians because there are scriptures on that. In fact, I just did a recent article about that when it's appropriate to bring correction. But the thing is, is that this isn't about Donald Trump. That's what I'm trying to drive home here. This has never been. What happened in 2016 was a direct response to the prayers of the righteous here in America who've been crying out to God. How do I know there's a group of those people? Well, I've been one of them. And I've seen many prayer warriors for many years crying out for this nation. And uh, we believe we got a last-minute reprieve. It was a period where God was willing to show his mercy, his grace, his love, and he gave us more time here in America. And that time was not only given to the American people and to the world, because what happens in America affects the world, but it was more so given to the American church. Our mandate was simple. Do not act as business as usual. God warned us to repent as a nation. He wanted us to repent as a nation and as a body of Christ, to begin to lead the culture again in accordance to the truth of the word of God. Not some of it, all of it. 
He wants us to stand for righteousness, to push back against the demonic agenda that we were under, and we're still under, unfortunately, in order to change the trajectory where this nation's been headed. Well, I wish that I could say that we've accomplished that in four years, but we still have a lot of work to do. However, I have seen the president working feverishly to put in judges that will interpret the Constitution. They're not activist judges. Uh, I do see some progress when it comes to standing for life, which is a huge principle that Christians need to be on board with because the murder of the innocent is murder, and it is a stain on our country, is a horrible stain on our country. And uh, that's just one of many issues that are on, on the ducket for 2020 on you know, which direction you vote. And so it's crucial that we vote in accordance with our values. That clearly is the Republican Party, even though they have their faults. They're much better than the demonic agenda of the Democrat Party, at least the current Democrat Party. Uh, if anybody in the Democrat Party gets in there, we're going to see socialism, which is basically communism. And we're going to see anti-Christian uh, legislation. And they're going to try to take away freedom of speech. They're going to try to come after your religious liberties and so many, so many more things. So, you know, when this reprieve happened, we'd seen decades of moral decay, right? We've seen prolonged anti-God, anti-Christian movement, a death culture, like I just talked about, the murder of the innocent. And we've been in rebellion. Our society's been in rebellion. All you got to do is go on a Netflix or watch MTV. Actually, I don't say to do either of those because it's horrible. But if you did do that, you would see the utter rebellion that we're in. Now, my questions have been, has it changed? What have we done to impact the culture with the gospel? Did we act as business as usual, or did we get out of four walls and evangelize in like a, a big nationwide Billy Graham crusade? Did we see people coming to the altar and, and receiving Jesus? Well, yes, yeah, sure, that's happening in some places, but have we done enough? How much longer do we have now? Did we do all that God wanted us to do in this time period? These are the questions that begged to be answered. And will this reprieve season be extended? Will God give us more time? So God is giving his people dreams and visions, like he said in the word of God. Some are speaking of possible calamity and other great tribulations that we could soon see in America. Their message is either we repent now or we can see a time unlike we've seen yet in our history. Well, I certainly see things being set up for that. We could see an economic collapse. We could see a communist rule come into America. And people say, well, that will never happen in America. Well, sure, there's a lot of gun-toting patriots but even in the best case scenario there, the patriots would have to go to civil war type scenario, and that wouldn't be good either. So I think communism can come. In fact, I think that that's the problem with a lot of societies is that they never thought it could happen to them until it came. And so uh, America has that option as well by putting in people like Alicia Cosico Cortez or however you say her name. She's a communist. Bernie Sanders, communist. Honeymooned in China. Joe Biden loves China. If Joe Biden becomes president or anybody in the Democrat Party, guess who they're going to go to? China. They're going to take away all the different things that President Trump's been able to do to level set our trade and our deficit with China and, and trying to slow down China's um, ridiculously insane growth and building up of their military and infrastructure. If you've been to China, you would know it looks better than the United States in a lot of these cities because they're brand spanking new. Our cities and infrastructure have been rotting for decades. President Trump's trying to change that. I believe he's going to put through an infrastructure bill in the next few months that's going to help with jobs and, and bring back our economy and also invest in infrastructure, which is highly needed. Bridges are decaying. Roads are decaying all over the country. Meanwhile, China is glistening from American money. 
Others are speaking of a coming revival, a great awakening, and a powerful move of God. Many are beginning to see these signs already. I believe it will increase as we go deeper. It's my prayer that we can have more time. God's responded to the prayers of the righteous before. I believe we'll do it again, but we first must repent. We must repent, ladies and gentlemen. We must be sincere in fulfilling our mission as the body of Christ. If not now, then when? There's an attack of both division and fear that's striking our nation. I just talked about it. Saints of God are fearful. They think they can't touch each other. They can't hug each other. They got to wear masks and be muzzled all around the city. If you're giving into that fear, what I would advise you to do in love, I'm not trying to rebuke you today, but in love is just say in Jesus' name, Lord, give me the strength. Give me the wisdom and the discernment to understand the spiritual atmosphere of this moment that we're in. Lord, take away the fear from my heart. Let me not hook into the lies of the mainstream media and those that are trying to put fear into my heart because I know, Lord, that you give me perfect love. And you say perfect love casts out fear. And so there is no place for that fear in your love, Lord God. So I'm going to cast it down in Jesus' name. We must operate in wisdom. We must use discernment to navigate all that's going on. We must be empowered by the Holy Spirit, getting clear direction from God, because this is light versus darkness. Everything that you're seeing right now, whether it's masks or the coronavirus or the division or the racial stuff that's going on, all that stuff is nothing more than a spiritual battle. The, battle, the Bible says very clearly, a battle's not against flesh and blood, but it's against strongholds and principalities. If you're feeling warfare, that's what you're up against right now. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in the spirit of God. We need to put on the full armor of God, ladies and gentlemen. The full armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the helmet of salvation. Your feet shod in the preparation of peace. We need to be ready for the battle, ladies and gentlemen. Ready for the battle. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. God's raising up a remnant church. I see it. He wants to move in America. Yes, he does. It's up to us to turn back to our first love, to be in his presence, to enter into worship and praise every day. I don't care what Governor Newsom says. I'm going to praise. I'm going to sing. I'm going to shout to the Lord, my God. When somebody walks in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, they can literally change the atmosphere, and this is what we need to do. He will anoint those who seek his face. He will anoint those who cry out to him. It's no secret that we're at a crossroads. Is God going to extend this reprieve? This is the time for the body of Christ to rise up. This is the time for the body of Christ to be awake, sober-minded, vigilant, wise. This is the time to be bold and unafraid. This is the time to be the ecclesia. It's time to bring back that evangelism I was talking about. Old-fashioned evangelism. Bring it back. Let's go out there and make disciples. It's time to stop worrying about social distancing and lay hands on the sick. President Donald Trump is a symbol of God's grace in America. If he does not get a second term, it will be clear that the reprieve season is over. How much more time will God give us? Do we deserve it? Now I'm going to start laying out two different futures because it's important that I do this. We need to lay out the two different futures. The Democrats get in. Let's look what's on their agenda. Many things. The Green New Deal. Trillions of dollars of new debt. What do you think that's going to do to our economy that's already teetering on the brink? Trillions of dollars of new debt. What do you think that China and Russia and the other countries that are still 
still using the dollar as the global reserve currency because we are still the global reserve currency. But what happens when somebody comes in that intentionally, intentionally crashes the economy? Do you think that we're ever going to see that Green New Deal? Do you think that you're ever going to see uh, those reparations that they're talking about for African Americans? It sounds really good. If I was black, I'd probably be excited about it. Reparations, 150K each person, that's pretty darn good. I'd pay off all my bills and I'd have some money to spare. I could go buy a brand new car cash. Nice car. I could buy a house in some states. Cash. That's a pretty good deal, right? Wrong. Because guess what's going to happen with that money? It's not going to ever come to you because the economy will not last the reparations. We'll crash and burn. And the dollar will lose the global reserve currency status. And then what happens? Well, we, we become Venezuela. We have hyperinflation, food shortages, the stores that we relied on even during the coronavirus, they're going to shut down because there's going to be an entire breakdown of the supply chain. The dollar is no longer the dominant, the dollar is no longer the reserve currency. What are you going to buy your, your food with exactly? Not dollars because you'll have to bring a wheelbarrow full. That's what the Democrats want to do. They want to crash our economy. Why? Because if you study what they look at, if you study what they follow, they study people like Saul Linsky. And what does Saul Linsky believe? Well, he wrote the book, Rules for Radicals, and guess what? He dedicated it to Lucifer. It's about time preachers tell you the truth, ladies and gentlemen. It's about time you understand that these people do worship Satan. It's not a conspiracy. I'm not saying that every Democrat does. There's some good Democrats that are just caught up. And there's some evil Republicans, by the way. I'm a preacher. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. But I'm just telling you what's going to be best for us as a nation, as Christians. Because Democrats, they don't like Christians, ladies and gentlemen. They don't like what we believe. In fact, they think that what we believe is hate speech. They think the Bible's hate speech. You better believe it that if the Democrats get in, they're coming after elements of the Bible. They're going to tell preachers that if you preach on homosexuality or if you preach on certain things, we're actually going to throw you in jail or we're going to close down your church. And just like they did with the coronavirus, they're going to shut down institutions simply because they call it hate. And you're not going to be able to do a darn thing about it because cancel culture will be at your front door. You're going to be scared. They're going to have the mobs coming, the brown shirts. Oh, yeah, that's why they want to defund the police. Let's talk about defunding the police because that's also on the Democrat agenda. If you want to feel safe in your home, guess what? They're going to take away your guns too. So not only will you not have police protection, but they're also going to take away the guns. So then what do you do? You have to become a criminal. You got to have illegal guns, right? What else are you going to do to defend your family? And you're going to have to live in utter fear. I talked to a woman, an African-American woman, amazing woman of God that lives in Washington, D.C. And she told me a story that when the mobs were coming through the neighborhoods over there, they came to her neighborhood. And if she didn't have bars on her windows, they would have broke in her house. They broke in her next door neighbor. She was African-American too, but she got absolutely everything taken from her that had a value. People looted her house right there in broad daylight. No police stopped it. And this woman was a praying woman. She was praying and calling on the name of the Lord and her house was spared. She was protected. But that mob could come through your neighborhood at any, any single given day. Democrats rule. They take away the police funding in large cities. Why do you think people are leaving to red states right now? They're leaving the blue states like New York in droves. Why? Because they don't feel safe. And yet, for some reason, people can't connect the dots. Well, why don't they feel safe? Because they got Democrat rulers. Who runs all the slums in America? Democrats. 
How could any Christian possibly vote for a Democrat who literally stands for infanticide? Let me talk about that for a second. Infanticide, whatever you want to call it. That's the baby being born and then made comfortable. And then the parents decide if they want to keep it or kill it. And that's okay for some reason, according to these people who are absolutely sick. But these are the same people that are also doing everything they can to, to not let the pedophile rings get busted. And the sex trade trafficking that has modern day real slaves happening right now. Where's their reparations? Where's their justice? Don't their lives matter? Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat Party gets in, we're done. It's just a matter of years, you will not even recognize the United States anymore. And I hate to be so blunt, but I can't believe what I'm seeing out there with some people that are into this social justice movement, pastors, Christians, that somehow think that it makes sense to put a Democrat in, Joe Biden, or any of them. And by the way, there's a really good chance they're going to have Michelle Obama as VP. I just feel it. I could be wrong. I'm not saying it's a thus say it the Lord. I'm not giving a prophetic word, but... Wouldn't it be a great strategy for them to roll that out right before the election when all this other craziness has gone on? Here comes Michelle Obama and Barack Obama. And people are going to say, yes, I want them back in the White House because there wasn't all this chaos back then. Well, why do you think? Because they were sitting there allowing all this treachery, treason to happen. President Trump's trying to stop it. That's why you're seeing the chaos. You put them back in the White House. You better be careful what you're saying on social media. They're coming for you. You better be careful if you're a Christian, they're coming for you. If you're an outspoken Christian, if you want to stand for righteousness and what the entire word of God comes, you're an enemy to them. They'll mark you as a hateful person, an extremist. And you will be re-educated because that's what Hillary Clinton wanted to do. That's what China does. They put you in re-education camps. And who does the left look to? as the proper model of society, China. That's why Joe Biden has no problems with China. That's why they'll never call out China. Why won't they call out China? Why, won't, why is everyone so afraid of China? Because they look to China. They're part of the deep state. Now, here's another version of the future, and I only laid out a couple things with the Democrats. I could go on and on and on about the instability, the economic peril, the riots in the streets, the chaos that you will see in your nation the persecution that you will have as a Christian, the fact that the United States may not even exist in a few years. If they crash the economy, they bring order out of chaos and bring in a new order, a new world order, a new economic system. They take away our constitutional rights because they hate our constitution. You say, wow, Todd, you sound real extreme here. No, I'm sounding an alarm. I'm standing on the rooftop shouting so that people understand what's at stake here. These are all verifiable things. You can check out any of these things that I'm saying. They're not crazy or conspiracy, although the left will try to say they are. These are actually happening right now, actually happening. This is the same playbook almost that they used to start Nazi Germany. This is the same playbook that they used to, to put up the Iron Curtain. In Cuba, the same thing. Venezuela, the same thing. In China, the same thing. And now they're doing it in the United States, and many people don't believe it. If Donald Trump gets in, our reprieve is extended. We get a little more time to be free, to preach the gospel, to get people saved, set free, healed, delivered. I believe God wants to pour out in our nation the spirit of revival. 
his grace and his mercy, President Trump is trying to work out a different economic solution so that the system has a, uh, a more palatable crash where we can maybe have, you know, a different type of currency system, but not be under tyranny. Maybe a gold back system, initiate a gold back currency again, bring in some stability into our economy, bring back jobs and manufacturing so we don't have a major budget deficit, fix the things that have been going on. And oh, by the way, take down the global pedophilia and sex trafficking network. Yes. Stop the military industrial complex from having wars all around the world. And allow churches to be free and to meet. How much you want to bet? I'm not a betting man, but if I were, I would tell you that the coronavirus isn't going to last much after November. You're not going to hear this type of reporting. This is all fear. Sure, there are people that are sick, and sure, the virus is real. But this is a weaponized attack from the mainstream media to put fear in your heart and to crash our economy and to close down our economy so that the president would lose. That's what they want. Ladies and gentlemen, please pray for discernment. Please pray for wisdom. We're at a very precipice moment. I am praying that God is going to extend our reprieve season, but we cannot be conformed to the things of this world. We cannot be conformed to the things that the devil wants us to be conformed to, that the people are forcing on us. We have to push back and say, no, I'm transformed by the renewing of my mind. I am not a citizen of this world. I'm not of this world. I'm a citizen of heaven. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd. I love you and I bless you. You can visit our website at www.rmntnews.com or theremnantnews.com. We love you so much. And by the way, I'm going to have toddcoconado.com up and running very soon. And I will keep you posted about that as well. God bless you and we'll talk to you tomorrow.